Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. Imagine this. You spot a wallet on the ground filled with money and no one is looking. What would you do in that split moment? Let's uncover the divine options that lie before us. Hi, everyone. This is Tammy Becker, founder of YOU Ministries. Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. And today we're diving into episode four of What Would Jesus Do? And this is a thought-provoking episode, and it's it's titled No, no One is Looking. And we're going to explore the moral dilemma of finding a wallet with money on the ground outside of a grocery store. As we face this situation, it's going to remind us to pause and consider what would Jesus do? And it's going to allow us to explore four key responses to this scenario and kind of find some guidance from the teachings of our Lord in his biblical word that he left for us to guide us along in our lives. So as we consider our options today, when we encounter these four key responses that might emerge within each of us, each choice carries its own set of implications and really raises profound questions about our values and beliefs. So let's explore them further to gain a deeper understanding of the ethical dilemma at hand, really. So if we look at option A, let's call it option A. We could keep it, keep the money, and look at it like, you know, oh, God sent us a gift. Hmm. Okay, well, let's look at that for a second. So in this scenario, we might be tempted to view the discovery of the wallet as a divine gift from God. But the thought may cross our minds, you know, perhaps God has provided this money for us and it's a blessing meant to be claimed. However, before we embrace this notion, I think, remember, we need to pause and reflect on Jesus's teaching. Remember a couple weeks ago, I talked about the God pause. It's a good time to reflect on that and reflect on Jesus's teaching. Take that God pause. And it, it's really a form of the cornerstone of our faith. If you think about it, Jesus emphasized the importance of of humility, selflessness, and the pursuit of the greater good. So in keeping the wallet for ourselves, it really might contradict these principles as it prioritizes personal gain over compassion for others. And really, furthermore, Jesus often spoke of the dangers of materialism in the pursuit of wealth. And this also reminds us that true richness lies 
in a loving heart and a giving spirit. So therefore, the option to keep the wallet forces us to question whether we truly understand and embody the essence of Jesus's message of love and sacrifice. So, I mean, while it it may be tempting to interpret the situation as a divine gesture, we must also remember that God's gifts come in various forms. And perhaps the true gift lies in the opportunity to demonstrate our faith through righteous actions. And by choosing to use the money to serve others, we can be vessels of God's grace and love and spreading kindness and making a positive impact on someone else's life. So, I mean, in the end, I mean, the decision to keep the wallet or not requires really a deep introspection of our faith and our commitment to following Jesus's teachings. And it's not merely about a quick material gain, but rather a chance to reflect on our moral compass and align it with the selfless selfless, uh, path that Jesus exemplified during his time on earth. Remember, God pause. Remember, what would Jesus do? That's what the series is all about, stopping and taking reflection on things. So then we do have another option, option B. Take the wallet and the contents and everything that you find there. Take it back inside to the store clerk. Now, choosing this option could demonstrate responsibility and honesty in in two virtues deeply cherished in our Christian beliefs. Taking the wallet to the store clerk ensures that the rightful owner has a better chance of recovering their lost belongings, and it reflects our commitment to following the teachings of Jesus and honestly is a core value that Jesus preached. And by returning the wallet, we act as his disciples in the world. And I know what you're saying now. Well, yeah, the the clerk could take it and no one would know. But you know what? Guess what? It doesn't matter. Do what Jesus would do. Return it. And and at, at that part, in that moment, you return it because that's what Jesus would want to do. And it doesn't matter what happens after that. You did the right thing. Let Jesus handle the outcome after that. The test could be in just what you would do and let God work the other tests out for the other individuals. Don't worry about what happens to it after you do the right thing. So, I mean, however, the seemingly straightforward choice can also present challenges that test our our faith and character. We, We could find ourselves, like I said, grappling with the fear that the money might not be returned to its rightful owner or that someone else might claim it as their own. They could have seen you out in the parking lot and picked it up and gone, I'm going to go in and claim that. I mean, there's, there's all of these uncertain challenges that give us, you know, to not try not to trust others, but also in God's providence. And it prompts us to lean on our faith and believe that doing the right thing will ultimately lead to the best outcome. So returning the wallet also brings us face to face with the principle of the golden rule, which Jesus taught. And this is do unto others as you would have them do unto you by treating others' belongings as we would want 
our own to be treated, and we embody the love and respect that Jesus encouraged in our interactions with one another. And this action of selflessness, selflessness and empathy really strengthens our connection to our faith and reinforces the notion that every single decision that we make can really be a reflection of our devotion to the following of Jesus's example. And really, furthermore, choosing to take the wallet to the store clerk provides an opportunity to be a beacon of integrity in a world that often really faces moral dilemmas and our actions speak louder than words. And this act of honesty can inspire others as it did in my last episode that you heard with my grandchildren. It to do it helped them to do the right thing in their own lives. And it creates a ripple effect of goodness and kindness, like that domino effect that we talked about last week. So in the end, choosing to return the wallet is not just about returning lost property. It's about demonstrating our commitment to living a life guided by Christian values. And it's about being a living testament to Jesus's teaching and sharing his message of love and compassion and righteousness with the world. So really, you know, we have a couple more options to look at. Let's look at option C. What if we take it and give the money to someone in need? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, that I'm sure that things, you know, all of these options could run by people's in through people's minds. So com- compassion and generosity really would drive this choice. This could be an Im- embodying the, the core principles of our Christian faith, the desire to use the found money for a noble cause, such as helping someone who might be facing maybe financial hardship or supporting a charitable organization. I mean, this does reflect teachings of Jesus who emphasize the importance of caring for the less fortunate and practicing selfless giving. However, This decision calls for a deeper examination of our intentions and our motives. Again, another God pause here. While our hearts may be genuinely drawn to help others, we must ensure that our tourism really remains pure and free from any form of self-promotion or hidden agendas. It needs to be God's agenda. And Jesus cautioned against seeking recognition for our charitable actions and really reminded us that the true generosity comes from a place of love and compassion and not a desire for praise and for validation. So by choosing this path, we become instruments of God's grace, extending his love and kindness to those in need. Yet in doing so, we must be vigilant about our motives, ensuring that our actions stem from a genuine desire to serve others guided by our teachings of Jesus. And furthermore, this option really challenges us to confront our attachment to worldly possessions. Willingness to part with the found money requires detachment from the materialism and a greater focus on the spiritual treasures that come from living a centered around you know, being centered around Christian values. So taking the money and giving it to someone in need presents an opportunity for personal growth and spiritual development. It calls us to examine our hearts, purify our intentions, and align our actions with the self 
selflessness Jesus exemplified in his life. So in this choice, we find the beauty of living out our faith, allowing God's love to flow through us and touch the lives of others as we extend a helping hand to those facing hardships. And we we become bearers of hope and agents of positive change in the world. And that's really where we should be heading. So there is another option that we found that might be interesting, and that's just leave the wallet there. So in this case, we decide to leave the wallet untouched, maintaining the status quo. This choice may arise from a sense of uncertainty or fear of making the wrong decision by avoiding an action. We kind of bypass any potential consequences or moral dilemmas associated with the other options. (laughs) So however, Jesus encourages followers to be bold in their pursuit of goodness and righteousness. His His teachings emphasize the importance of taking a stand and actively embodying one's beliefs. So therefore, choosing to do nothing kind of raises the question about our willingness to live by Jesus's example and make a positive impact in the world. So when we opt to live, leave the wallet where it was found, we may find ourselves grappling with the concept of faith and trust in God's divine plan. And it really calls for surrendering control and acknowledging that there are instances where our intervention might not necessarily or even really align with God's purpose. And it's so important when it comes to God's purpose that we're really pausing. Remember, taking that God pause. You're probably never going to forget that God pause after last week. The God pause. And really praying to God and asking for the discernment in any situation. It's always just taking that moment to reflect. What would Jesus do? What a great movement, really. So yet, in these moments of indecision, we really do have an opportunity to turn inward and really seek guidance through prayer and reflection. And Jesus himself sought solitude and communion with God to gain clarity and direction during his very challenging times in the Bible. And then by following his example, we can surely discover a deeper sense of purpose and and really build that stronger connection in our faith and our relationship with God. So however, the decision to leave the wallet untouched also calls for discernment, like I talked about, and self-awareness. So we must honestly assess whether our inaction stems from a genuine trust in God's plan, or simply a form of complacency. True faith is not really about passivity. Rather, it involves an active commitment to living a life of love and compassion and moral courage. So choosing to do nothing should not be an excuse for avoiding the moral responsibility to make a difference in the lives of others. Jesus taught that every individual possesses the power to affect positive change in the world, and no matter how small or seemingly insignificant the act may be, he can find the purpose, and he has a plan. So in this choice, we confront the challenge of embracing our role as an instrument of God's will called to bring light to the darkness and be the hands and feet of Jesus in a world in need of his love and his grace. So each of these choices 
really raise thought-provoking questions about our moral compass, our faith, and how we approach ethical dilemmas. And as we ponder the possibilities, we must remember the guiding principles Jesus laid out in his teachings. Love, compassion, honesty, and integrity. And our decisions not only define our character, but also reflect our connection and with God and his gospel values. So the essence of what would Jesus do lies not in following a set script, but in applying the core values of Jesus's teaching to navigate really complex situations. And when faced with all of these ethical dilemmas, we can draw upon the wisdom of the scriptures that he left us and the life of Jesus in those pages and our guiding light. I mean, he really is our guiding light. And more, moreover, acknowledging the, the shades of gray in those scenarios helps us understand the complexity of human decisions and the importance of extending grace and understanding to others' choices. So in conclusion, this scenario finding a wallet with money and no one looking confronts us with the moment of hesitation, urging us to contemplate what would Jesus do. And while there might not be a single right answer, our choices reflect our understanding of our faith and how we embody his teachings in our daily lives. And as we navigate the complexities of ethical decisions, let's remember that the choices we make have really a profound impact on ourselves and those around us in our pursuit of goodness, compassion, and truth. And let us strive to align our actions with the love and the wisdom Jesus exemplified during his time on earth. And by embracing empathy, selflessness, and a deep commitment to our faith, we can truly walk in the footsteps of Jesus living out his teachings and spreading God's love to all. Hey, guess what, everyone? This is Tammy Becker, and that's it for today. And I do hope that you join us back here next week for another episode in this wonderful series as I really hit some nerves in What Would Jesus Do? and talk about more dilemmas in our life. And if you want to grab the show notes there in the description or visit us on the website at www.you ministries come study the bible with this girl read your bible on in our private facebook group all those links are in the description you guys have a blessed week i'll see you next time bye thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the almighty god and gospel girl podcast if you have a testimony you would like to share with us please contact us through our website at youministries.com. That's Y-O-U-Ministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace.